Hey everybody, Danny here once again from the Tiro podcast and the Tiro Facebook group, Travel Industry Recruitment Opportunities. Wow, what a couple of weeks it's been. We've had some fantastic guests on recently sharing their expert knowledge, but more importantly, our membership has grown now to over a thousand members, which is just far beyond any expectation that I ever thought that this little group would, would go. And I hope that it's certainly helping people out there save time by searching uh, for jobs that are going to get them back into the travel industry. And it's tough at the moment. It's still tough. It's still a very, very busy market out there. Um, there's lots of candidates still looking to get back in and we're not being helped with what's happening with our travel lists and our green lists and our amber lists and, and so on. So keep plugging away. Thank you once again to everybody that's posting those jobs within the page keep doing that because i think you're certainly helping people get back into the into the industry today though i'm going to talk on my own i'm not going to have a special guest it's just going to be me and i'm going to talk about ghosting um and i put out a little uh, brief on the group the other week and a lot of you came back to me with some stories some quite shockingly sad stories about what's been happening um and i'm going to talk about ghosting as as in how it's affecting the job market currently at the moment. Um, ghosting was previously obviously geared around dating, I suppose, is when one person didn't respond to a date. However, it's now become more of a prevalence in the uh, in the job market, and it's increased certainly over the last 15, 16 months. And following the recent um, Indeed survey, 77% of job seekers have now been ghosted by a prospective employer since the start of the pandemic, which is a huge number. Uh, really quite worrying that this is actually taking place. And within that, shockingly, 10% also reported that an employer had ghosted them after they'd received a verbal job offer, which I just don't get personally. I don't understand why ghosting is happening. I think common courtesy is starting to to leave us. I think that we need to get that sort of mannerisms back into into play. We need to get people back in and just being courteous. I don't think it takes too much to do that. And some of the examples that were that people were telling me about and you know it was really quite shocking, you know, that from the standard application going into a job advert and not hearing at all. Not even a no thank you or if you don't hear from here from us, you're not going to be, you know, carrying forward. Just no no response at all. Completely dead in the water. Um, to an application of a response where somebody will be contacting you shortly from the team to take you through the next stages, which is almost giving you that little bit of hope of great. It's you know I'm going to be getting through into whatever the next stage may be, and never hearing back again. Uh, applications being sent in and interviews being arranged and obviously currently a lot of interviews are on the, the Zoom or Teams or whatever online process it may be and you get the online information sent to you, the invite sent to you and unbelievably you log on or the person logs on uh, as the candidate and the recruiter or recruitment company or hirer or talent acquisition manager, whatever it may be doesn't turn up that's actually happened that is 
you wouldn't do that if it was a face-to-face -face interview. If somebody was fly, you know, traveling down to London to meet face-to-face -face in a hotel or an office or whatever, you wouldn't just not turn up. But it, yet it seems acceptable in this day and age for this to happen. And it, and it, it really does sadden me, unfortunately. Um, there's other stories there where uh, an interviewer tells you the timeline of the next stages um, and you never hear back. So you've gone through the first process of the interview and you then never actually hear back from them, although they've told you that they'll be in contact with you by a certain timeline. Uh, they've never got back to you. And then I think the ultimate um, story that I heard was was there an application had been sent in and it's through their own corporate recruitment process. It's still when the applicant, the candidate can actually track and see what's happening with their application. And the job is still showing as, as applications open, giving a little bit of hope to that candidate. Yet all of a sudden, the position that that person was applying for has been filled. And the only reason you know it's been filled is because it's out there in the press. The PR has been done to introduce the new person in that role. Yet you've not heard anything back from, from the, the company. The candidate hasn't heard anything back regarding their application. And it still is showing as an active role. It, it, it just can't happen anymore. I'm sorry. It's, it's, it's just devastating. It's hard enough for the job seekers out there at the moment with the stresses and strains of having to go through all the different job sites and pages. And hopefully Tiro is reducing that anguish by, by everybody sharing those jobs into one place so you can go and look and see and find those tra travel jobs on the Tiro Facebook page. Um, but it is really, really shocking to hear this. Now, that's from the candidate point of view. What I do want to say is that it is a two-way street. You know, believe it or not, there are some candidates out there that aren't responding to potential employers. And I've had people come to me on that side of it as well, which is unbelievable to think that you've gone through the process and the time and some of these applications can take a long time to do. Some involve a test or some involve a even a video of yourself now. Um, and you've gone through all that into the application process. And then when the recruiter or the hiring manager or the recruitment company come back to you, you completely ignore them. You can't, as a candidate, expect to not be ghosted by a company if you're going to ghost that company as well. And it's, you know, that that quite shocked me actually when I did a little bit of research and from the stories that I also received about how this is a two-way street. Um, one example from, from, a, from a recruitment sort of setup was that 15% um, of the candidates that had requested the job description hadn't even responded to the person that sent it to them. Not even with, oh, thanks for that, I'll get back to you, or um, okay, that's not what I expected, but thanks for letting me have it. You know, common courtesy, manners. 40% uh, of the candidates then didn't respond even to a second follow-up email. Not just the first follow-up, but the second follow-up email. 40% of them didn't respond. And out of all the emails that were sent, 90% of those emails had been opened at least once, if not multiple times. So it's not as if the candidate can turn around and say, well, I never got it, because clearly the evidence is there that that, that process has been happening, that, that letter, that email that's been opened. 
But again, not having that. And it comes down to common courtesy. I'm sorry, but I mean, they call me old fashioned, but manners uh, maketh the man, as they say. And I think, you know, you need to just have something there that you can just go back to. It doesn't need to be an, uh, a war and peace novel. It's just going to be, thanks very much. I'll take a look at that. Um, that's not exactly what I was expecting from, you know, back to them when you get the job description. And again, likewise, those recruitment companies, the hirers, the talent acquisition companies, the, the companies themselves, it just doesn't take long to send a quick email back. And it could be an automated email. It could be a copy and paste. But just to say thank you, but no thank you, or thank you, but we're in the process and we'll be back to you shortly. But following up, you know, just giving that release from the anxiety that a job seeker has, because it's still such an anxious time out there. There was another stat that came out the other day that anybody that applies for a job via a job application has got 1% of getting that job. 1%. Now, I appreciate that there's a lot of people going for a lot of jobs that might not be qualified at the moment. So one job out there may receive 300 applications when in fact only 15 of those candidates may be actually qualified to do the position. So the 290, you know, 285 people that have applied won't be anywhere near it, but they still can just get a get a sorry, but you didn't make the the stage or whatever. They just need the feedback to be able to close it down from their from their list. And as 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 many of you will probably do is you collate which jobs you've applied for. You're you're collecting what dates you put in, and you're having a look at the timelines and seeing well that was two weeks ago, that was a month ago, etc. You know you want to be able to draw a line under this. And there's some things you can do to, to alleviate um, or try and alleviate the ghosting process. And that, of course, is, you know, is, is following up. I think following up is probably one of the most key things anybody should do once they've applied for a job. Um, and even once they've had their interview, whether it be first, second, third or even fourth stage interview, is have that that follow up, you know, send a send a, an email maybe a week later or a couple of days later, just to check on the progress. Um, and it can be done on a weekly basis. And it's not going to be in everyone's nature to be as pushy as that. But you've got to, because if you aren't pushy, somebody else is. And that somebody else then is going to be ahead of you in the job, job chain and that job order. And you want to make sure that you're at number one on the recruiters list when they're looking at to fill that position. So look look to reach out, look to send uh, a follow-up. And, and, and an email is obviously the easiest way to do it, but there's so many different ways now that you can do this through different media channels. So you can send them a DM if you've got them on Instagram or, or Twitter or LinkedIn at the moment. You've obviously got the options to do messaging and also the voice messaging option, which is available via the app on the phone, is a great way to make it a little bit more personal and show that your your interest in that particular role is there. Because I think, again, recruiters um, will, will be very reluctant if you're not showing enthusiasm towards that particular role. And I think we're all very enthusiastic. If you go for a job, you want that job. You should show that you want that job and that you're capable of being able to do that job. So you want to make sure that you can. Another way of obviously keeping up to date with and following up is, is reaching out to people within that company. And LinkedIn is obviously the perfect tool for that. Facebook is a great way of tracking people down as well. Um, and reaching out and saying, oh, look, I've just applied for XYZ role. 
Um, really looking forward to hopefully getting an interview. Love the way the company is operating, the culture, etc. You know, showing an interest. And that person then may say, well, actually, I've just had this, this message from uh, Joe Bloggs, who's applied for the job role. Um, and they're saying they're really keen. It's, again, just keeping you forefront of, of the, the recruiter's mind. And, and it also gives you that peace of mind that you know that you're, you're chasing them. Now, there will be times that you will still be ghosted from that. Unfortunately, we, we know from the stats, as I said earlier on, 77% of job seekers uh, are finding that is the case at the moment. So it will happen. But I think you just need to get your, your mind and your, your head selves into that area, into that zone that unfortunately ghosting is here to stay it's not going to go away um hopefully it will reduce hopefully the number and the percentages will 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 uh, drop what i can only implore is that all those recruiters out there just spend a couple of seconds conducting a, a response you know it can like i said be a copy and paste response it can be a, a standard response uh to to an application email out there but at least respond give closure and likewise to those candidates do exactly the same give closure to the people that are trying to search and find the job for you as well because it is it's tough on both markets at the moment if you're getting to the interview stage um and and some of the stories i did hear from 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 the tier members were regarding interview stages where they didn't even hear back following their first stage interview that they were told that they were going to be getting a a call at a certain time regarding the second stage and they didn't do that follow up on that um that particular candidate did follow up um to then just get the bulk standard response there was a better candidate which leads me on to feedback i think if you get to that stage there was a better candidate feedback it doesn't tell you anything um you need to dive in a little bit deeper so if you can go back and ask for a little bit more of a definition into that. Was it your experience? Was it your CV? Was it your profile? What has, has made the other candidate be better? Because ultimately, we know that if you don't get a job, there has been a better candidate. You don't need to be told that because that's the person that gets the job should be the best candidate that they've interviewed. So to tell you that a better candidate got it, it it's it's a it's a. It's a, it's a weak way out of giving feedback and you want to ensure that you get feedback. So you can tweak your CV, you can tweak your profile, you can then evolve yourself and try to angle yourself in a better way next time for the next job application or the next interview that you uh, that you hopefully have as well. And, and that then leads me on to when you are successful in a role, and if that role then later on in life means that you are in a position to recruit, please remember what you've gone through. Please remember the anguish, the anxiety that you went through when you were seeking to find a job, that you were waiting on people coming back to you, that if you do get to that stage where you are recruiting, don't be that ghoster. Don't be that person that ghosts. Have the courtesy, have the time to be able to respond. And I do appreciate that it is hard if you're getting 300 people applying for a job. I understand that there will be times it will slip through. But treat the people the way you want to be treated. And I think that applies to anything in life, not just job seeking, but anything in life. 
Yet at the moment, with the job seeking world the way it is, and for the travel industry, uh, we've certainly seen an increase, obviously, in, in positions. We've seen lots and lots more jobs coming through onto the group. And I know uh, there's lots of media reports out there saying that it's been a really busy couple of months for the travel industry. It, we we still need the international travel market and the UK travel market to open up in a, in a in a wider capacity, really, for us to be able to get back to levels that we were at um, pre-COVID. There are still lots and lots of people out there that are unemployed, good, good candidates that are unemployed out there um, that are looking to get work and they're losing faith. They're losing the will because they get, they're constantly being rejected or ghosted um, along the way. And, and like I said, if you are in a position that you do become a recruiter or you are in the position where you're hiring, just bear those in mind. Just bear in mind what you've been through these last 15, 16 months, if it's been that long. And I hope, I honestly hope, and I'm touching wood here, um, but when the furlough system finishes at the end of this summer, September, October time, we don't see an increase in people being made redundant and, and back in the market again. I hope that doesn't happen. What I do hope to see, hopefully, is that we continue to see an increase in the job market. Um, and we increased, see an increase in good Tiro members heading back into the travel industry, doing what they know and doing what they love and doing what they are good at. And that's what we want to see. So um, all that's left to say again, really, is thanks, everybody, for, for adding yourselves into the Tiro Facebook group. Thanks for all the people that are constantly adding in the jobs there it's certainly helping members as i've already said um and yeah please don't ghost uh if you are either way candidate or employer just remember um at the end of that cv the end of that email the end of that dm is a person both ways that they're they're only either doing their job or they're trying to get a job uh, so please, 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 please be considerate. Thank you very much. Next time I'm going to be back with a special guest, hopefully, so you won't be listening to me droning on. But um, it's been a pleasure talking again, and hopefully you've enjoyed a little bit of talking about the uh, the ghosting situation in the travel industry. Thanks for listening. <laughs>